0: Welcome to another episode of The Roulette Tapes. I'm Susan James. Pianist Matthew Shipp is hailed by critics and fans alike for his distinct style of playing and his innovative improvisations. In this episode we'll hear samples of his work in solo concert and ensemble settings recorded at roulette as well as a track from his new CD, The Piano Equations. Matthew recently joined us by phone to discuss his roulette performances. Let's listen.
1: Is a great institution in New York music. I've been familiar with Roulette since I moved here in the early 80s when it was on West Broadway before it moved to Brooklyn. And Jim Staley, who runs Roulette, has always been very gracious to me. And from the very beginning, when I started performing in New York, he's always, you know, given me a platform for my music there. And over the years, I think to me, the the one great thing about Roulette is it kind of predates like the Knitting Factory and Ishi Project Room and a lot of other New York performance spaces, but it's always been kind of a melting pot with all aspects of kind of, you know, New York new music. It's always been like, you know, racially very open. I mean, you know, you have the people from the Lower East Side jazz scene who tend to usually be Afro-American performing there, and, and um, people that, you know, you, you associate more with John Zorn's School and stuff like that. So it's always been kind of everybody gets a platform there, everybody gets elevated there, and it's always just been a very, very cool situation. I've always enjoyed performing there, you know, both when it was on West Broadway, when it moved to Soho, and now and its present incarnation in Brooklyn. And they've always had great pianos, also, which as a pianist means a lot to me when the venue cares enough about the performers to actually have good equipment and a good, you know, playing situation as far as the mechanics of making the music. So it's always been a very positive thing in the New York music community. I've always been a very eclectic listener of music, both as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult. I attended University of Delaware for a couple years, then I went to New England Conservatory, and you know I've always been interested in kind of all music. I mean I'm a jazz musician, and that's you know kind of encoded in my DNA, and I have always, from the time I was young kid, you know, uh, explored every aspect of jazz history and educated myself very early on, on, on all of it. But I, at the same time, you know, music is music. As Duke Ellington always said, there's only two types of music, good and bad. So I've always been curious about everything. I I, I grew up, actually, even though I'm a jazz musician, I grew up very classically trained and, and very, very involved with classical music as a kid, so, you know, I have a a full education of that tradition, and I've always been interested in the many avenues of folk music as it relates to just how people live their lives. I mean, because that's the one thing about music, it's it's an alphabet for how societies function. I mean, it's, it's... a, much a part of a society is, you know whatever type of clothes they wear however you walk down the street it's all just kind of a language about that and so just being curious about different people i, I you naturally end up curious about whatever type of music they generate so as far as what i listen to i, li- I listen to everything I've performed many times at Roulette over the years, different ensembles and different things. I did do a concert a couple of years ago with Alan Lowe on sax, Kevin Ray on bass, and Joe Cleaver on drums. That's a very interesting group because we all kind of come from different backgrounds and different places, Um so Alan Lowe is a musicologist. You know, he's not associated with the quote, jazz avant-garde, which I am more associated with that. Uh, Kevin Ray p- plays with trombonist Frank Lacey and a couple straight-ahead players, and I do have a long history with Joel Cleaver and various bands, but that's, that's a, uh, an ensemble that gets together every once in a while of people from different backgrounds, and for whatever reason, you know, it seems to work. We just recorded recently and will probably have to be released on ESP Records sometime in the near future, but that's what I call, you know, not one of my main ensembles I'm involved in, but it's a side project that's done every once in a while, and it's fun every time it's done. I got called to be a substitute for Schliffenbach, the great German pianist who, I think there was some passport problems or something, so he couldn't get in the country. And it was his trio with Evan Parker and Paul Linton, which, you know, that trio tours a lot in Europe and they're a known quantity. I was kind of nervous about that. Not nervous, I don't get nervous playing, but I was subbing for Schlippenbach in a trio that has a very extremely, Developed identity, and you know, I was concerned that a lot of fans that come out to hear that group want to hear Slippenbach because you know they're coming to hear that group. Now, I have a long history with Evan Parker, I've done a lot of duos with him, and well, and I've you know done extensive touring with Evan, but I had never played with Paul and Evan together, and that concert came off pretty well. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised that even though there were a lot of people there that were. Fans of that particular trio, and even if they might have been disappointed that Parker couldn't get in the country, they seemed to really enjoy what did go down that night. It felt very good on that level. But I play with Evan a lot, and that's playing with Evan Parker is so one big part of my musical universe and part of my past history. uh uh-huh. one of my old solo piano albums was an album called piano sutra and i did the album release concert at roulette and i love the piano there so that was one great thing about it i think Kathy, kathy sapovia actually Picked out that piano for roulette, I'm not sure. but um, yeah, you know that was a solo piano concert there. It was done as a CD release concert, but usually by the time I do concerts, for a CD of that sort, which has a heavy improvisational content to what I, I've grown somewhere else, you know above where the music was on the CD. So I mean it's not as if I was playing things directly on the CD it served as an album release concert for that cd and i remember you know feeling very inspired with the concert hall setting that roulette seems to engender there that you know that was a very positive experience for me on its own it's kind of like you know you do the work and it takes on a a life of its own subconsciously and sometimes you you know it's like like a dream or something you know it just happens on its own by nature and you know you're surprised at the turns that it takes so um it's hard for me to qualify in words how it's my music has changed over the years other than that there is a constant growth process and i I feel, you know, I I know I'm always kind of on something a little different, and I feel the older I get, the more poetic I get. Whereas, you know, at one point in my life, I was more interested in being a disruptor. Now, I'm just kind of interested in whatever poetry or lyricism kind of exists in my soul and to articulate that on a piano. I have a new solo piano CD, it's called Piano Equation. It came out a couple months ago on a new label, the label is called Dow Forms. Yeah, this this performance at Roulette is a piano equation release concert. Of course, it, the concert was supposed to be in June, around the time the CD came out, but you know, it, that, did, that did not happen, so it's now and the piano Equations is the album of solo piano work of myself. It's kind of where I am now. There's not really much to say, because how can you quantify or qualify this music in words? I mean, the music is transcendental and dealing with the realm above written language. And, um, yeah, that's what it is. Piano Equation is my current solo piano CD album. And this concert is to celebrate the piano equation. I basically love putting my head down and playing the piano that's <laughs> yeah you can say a lot of things about music but at the end of the day the act of music is it, just that the act of music so you know all the things you say around it or about it don't really get to like that moment in time when you're doing the actual sound production the projection of your soul on an instrument and you know, there's not really words for that, that. It's what it is.
0: The title track from Matthew Shipp's new CD, The Piano Equations. Matthew will return to Roulette for a live stream performance on Saturday, October 17, 2020, as part of Roulette's virtual ball concert series. The Roulette Tapes is a production of Roulette Intermedium. These programs are made possible in part with support from the National Endowment for the Arts and the Grammy Museum. Our executive producer is David Weinstein. I'm Susan James. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to The Roulette Tapes a program of adventurous music and conversation. This series is produced by Roulette Intermedium. You can find thousands of concert recordings from Roulette's archives and news of upcoming events at roulette.org.